pump set, for cheapness, pump that ass back. You got a body, make a nigga wanna eat that. I'm fucking with you. The Mr. Fisher, yo, it's harder than the Mr. Yo. Try to hit it if you trip and disappear and like I'm Cineo. Yo, the bitch puts a double O with the five in front. Probably a canal and stuff. Y'all drive in front. I'm a yeah, boys are back at it again with the new episode number 61, the infamous Roger Maris number 61. Sorry, Teddy, but you already know what's good. We at it back in again with episode 61 of the Go Home Show, the hottest podcast out in the streets, in the wrestling industry, and you already know out in radio land, always coming in hot with a fresh hot tape. We always got my man Silky Smooth himself. Back in the city. Back in the city, at it again. Out here, we already know Teddy Lucy always looking fresh to death. Yo, what's up, everybody? And on the sticks, you already know you got your boy Big C with the Mr. Fresh Beard, always always looking fresh and dandy. The socks, <laughs> you already know. You already know the streets are hot and the summer is just starting. Yeah, the summer is just right around the corner, bro. Yeah, man. We need to get any tans, right? GTL mm-hmm. season. GTL. You either tanning or you getting burned. No, a, couple, a couple people on my Instagram story got burned. Yeah, <laughs> and get your get your bucket hats ready. Now that's a, that's like a summer must right there. The bucket hat, except yeah. for that one summer where everybody's wearing the bucket hat. Yeah, the the bucket hat saved me when I was on the boat. Ooh. <laughs> Like on some real shit, the bucket hat is like the perfect hat when like pulled off correctly. Yeah, they, they, they're trying to make a little comeback. Because one thing I love about the bucket though is like, especially if you get like that light rain, like if a light rain, like a like a summer shower, like pulls up, you're already protected. Yeah, and then be like, Mr. Bucket, that's mini uh. umbrella. Nah, for summer wardrobe, I gotta like um. I know I gotta start picking up like the like the NBA team shorts. Yeah, those those are like big summer. I'm mean, at we all here throwing out fashion picks, but <laughs> but yo, if y'all looking for some heat for the summer, definitely try to pick up like some NBA, like the hardwood shorts, like go goods with a graphic tee, and especially got good pockets. Because with the summertime, you know you wearing shorts, like the worst thing is like having anything like fall out of your pocket. Exactly. Especially having shorts, you know, when you got the keys in it, the pocket is loose, things are flying. If it ain't got no zip, your shit is dropping. You don't want to be in the Uber and your shit slide out your pockets. Yep. I heard that. Yep. Happened, happened to me last year. I'm here, like, trying to, like, uh, raid through the closet, kind of going through some old baseball jerseys. What, you going to flip or you going to try to rock? No, I mean I just I just been rocking old baseball jerseys for like the past uh past couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? I haven't been able to to really don them and really just put it out like that. I was rocking my uh um my Montreal Expos Vladimir Guerrero jersey. Okay, spicy. Went all with that. Uh threw a real real uh curveball, real spicy one. Um through my Dodger jersey. If a vote for the random people that you would think I would probably have, who you think was on the back? Is a current Dodger or former Dodger? Former Dodger, former Juice Man. Is it, Kemp? Is it Kemp or Martin? 
Piazza? No. Mr. Manny Ramirez. Oh, oh nigga got a Los Angeles Dodger Manny Ramirez jersey. Wow, that is quite. Manny's being Manny. That was when, like, the most random. And he was popping when Manny Wood was popping back then. Yeah, I'm on when he went to the Dodgers. You, this crazy, you know what's some crazy shit about Manny Ramirez and my heart of hearts? And, um, I always feel the Mets kind of fucked up by not pulling the trigger for that trade. Like, I think it was 07. They did. I think, I think, I always believe that they traded for um, Manny Ramirez. Cause I remember the, the trade was like Laston's Millage for Manny Ramirez, and everybody's like, no, you can't do that. But I think if they would have got Manny in 07, I don't think they'll collapse. Think about what you just said, Langston Millage. <laughs> I know it's crazy, bro. <laughs> I was crazy. But at that time, people was like, it was like him and it was the other dude the Mets had. And he didn't really turn out anything too. Um, I think his name was like Fernando Martinez or some shit like that. I just know my man Millage has been out of the game for like 10 years. But that was the trade. I remember he was like the centerpiece. It was like, give him up. They won the last in Millage. And then everybody was like, no, you can't do it. And. Look what happened. But I do believe if Manny Ramirez was traded to the Mets in 07, they don't collapse. I mean, they still collapse. You got, you got a certain, you got Beltron fucking looking at the last pitch right down the pipe. No, that was 06. I'm talking about the next year. That started mm. the first collapse, that started the second collapse. Because I always feel like Manny Ramirez, if he got injected to that clubhouse, it kind of would have took the pressure off a lot of people. Because one, like looking at those Mets teams, you can tell that they were like, Really like feeling the pressure, and there was no like real personality to like break that monotony me up. And he was already championship made, you know. That's what I'm saying. He would have came in with some star power. Because one thing I always feel about baseball, especially too, is like it's kind of always like um like a domino effect. Like you maybe have one guy that starts the party, and then everybody else just like follows after. Yeah, yeah, Manny, oh. Manny in New York too. Yeah, the, yeah, he would have been king up ten. Was it was it a I don't know if it was a straight up one on one with uh with them trading Manny to the Mets, but I could have sworn that maybe the Rays were also involved and it could have been like a three way trade because I remember I, I I remember that trade and it was uh I think Mike Cameron was also going to be involved with some prospects Millage and obviously they needed to throw cash to kind of be able to to balance off that trade a bit. Mm-hmm. But I remember the Rays were also in that equation of trying to get Manny. Or if, or, the, or if not, they were involved to try to make this trade work somehow for everybody. That Manny we, trade for the Dodgers, that sort of slowly jump-started Dodgers getting key acquisitions and stuff. Oh, like how, like a precursor to what they are now? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. We I also think- remember when, when Manny almost got traded to Texas, too. For that trade for A-Rod. Yeah, I'm on when A-Rod was supposed to go to the Mets. And the commission was like, whoa. <laughs> it was like, yes, these are the Mets to the Red Sox. The Yankees came in and swooped that up. It was like, nah, 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 nah. Not today. Think about it. That shit was, like, the Mets I remember were probably offering him, I think, probably around the same as Jeter. If not, I think he was probably getting, like, easily, like, 190 or 
two hundred mil. Yeah, for as much as as much as the cheap the Wilpons was at the ten, I do remember they did was trying to sell out big money. Yeah, they ride. did, and it, it was very close to happening until Texas was just like, <clears throat> "Yo, here's two fifty two. What you got?" They're like, "Damn, we can't touch that. That shit's retarded." I, and and that, that deal itself was 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 insane. I remember he needed to have a suite on every road game. Ah. needed a private jet. <laughs> He had um, courtside <laughs> season tickets to the Mavs. Um, all these incentives. Yeah. Fuck it, get it, get it while you can, bro. I love business negotiations. Yeah. It, it, it really be like that. So the Mets, the Mets missed out. You know, Bud Seeley also nipped that shit in the bud. He was just, and A Rod was willing to take that pay cut. They're like, whoa, 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 whoa. You can't do that. Yeah, because they know if he would have took the pay cut, they knew he would have made big money with the endorsements. Yeah, but they were also like, yo, you said impression. We can't. You know to say, yeah. Time. Like, he would have skated by because he already making that, what, 190 with the Mets. He probably would have made, like, at least 200, 300. No, know, advertising way money. more than that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So there's like, nah, you ain't. No, but that was Boston. That was in Boston. Oh, okay. That trade that, that, trade that got nicked literally at the last minute. Um, and it was almost set in stone. And I think within, uh, yeah, like I remember Manny was supposed to go over. Um, like it, they even have the, they had like a 30 for 30 short on it. Damn. Yeah. Now, you know, Jeter's shit coming up. So now I'm looking forward to Jeter's. I'm looking forward to Jeter's, like, um, what's it called? The captain? The captain, yeah. Six, uh, Six part episode. I'm gonna have to skip the episode about the 2000 World Series, but I, I catch the rest. <laughs> I, I catch the rest of that shit. World Series MVP, baby. <laughs> I'm very curious. To, like, is it is it next month? Yeah, I think it's July. Like, yeah, July. Like, oh, that's that should have been like, yo, this Sunday should have been like it. Like, this is the first episode. I'm not trying to do some some July shit. Have no, I think July they the finals. You know, they went into all the playoffs and over and all that. Fuck doing, that. Doing the dry spot to the um, sports season. They could have been like, yo, we starting that shit soon. We got to wait till after the All-Star break for it. Hey, man, we had to wait like almost two years for the last dance. And then that shit came early only because of the pandemic. Shit. Yo, that was like everybody in their mother. Was watching that shit. Was watching. It was like, yo, we got nothing else. We gotta watch. <laughs> yeah, yo, that was some, that. That really was like the best TV, bro. Like, like you know, yeah. yo, we were tuning in that shit weekly. Like it was the Sopranos. Yo, they were watch parties. People were legitimately like low key was having watch parties. I know I did. And you know it's crazy too. Like looking back, like at that time, like you know, f- freshly in the pandemic, while you, everybody was quarantining, like. The footage of that show also brought back to like a really nostalgic and like happy time of like the late nineties. So it, it was kind of like, like 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 soul food in a sense. She was like, "Damn, the nineties was lit." Like, why we can't go back to that shit? Like Dennis Rodman. Like, imagine in today's sports landscape, a star player leaves his team to go to Vegas. He's like, "I need a break." To have and then like a, you, like a sport player can't even do like tie their shoe wrong nowadays. To have somebody go a wall and go to Vegas in the middle, what was it, the middle of the season? Yeah, he was like, "Oh, I need a break. I'm burned out." <laughs> that shit would have fucking Twitter would have burnt down. My man literally rode, got on his bike. It's like, "Oh, I'm heading out to the airport. 
Dennis, like, Dennis is gonna, he just like, I just need a couple of days. Nigga, Mike had to go and get the nigga at the hotel. There's like, yo, you good to go? Yeah. Nigga, Mike came in there, he seen a bunch of coke, bunch of hookers. He was like, hell no. (laughs) No, but my, and then he, and then I remember, like, we were talking about MJ's, like, yeah, we thought, like, you know, he was gonna come back all fucked up. Rodman, Dennis is over here, I'm busting everybody in practice. He, you know, we're trying to, like, do the, you know, run some, run some laps and shit, some sprints, and he out here busting everybody's ass. But he came back strong. He was just like, yo, like some, and I, I, I feel that though. Sometimes like you just get burned out. It's like, yo, I just need, I just need some time. Just let me do what I gotta do. I'll be back. Some players got, some players got, you know, vices that you know others can't really do. Like that's why with the Tiger Woods thing happened, he's like, yo, he just went in his holes, man. Now you yeah. see he got no holes. He ain't winning no majors. When he had all his little white holes, we he seen what was going on. <laughs> we seen what was going on. My man couldn't be stopped. Mike got his gambling. You see what Mike gambling and all that? Yeah. What goes on, man? Give them, give the, the players some little vices. Yeah, you know, because they're not really, like, athletes. And I think Charles Barkley was trying to, like, really speak on that back in the 90s, but it fell on deaf ears. But he was like, athletes are not, like, heroes. They're just people that's, like, talented and that yeah, play they sports. Got, they're not, But they like, got real shit going on. Hey, man, you got, you got James Harden now. You see you always in the strip club, come back. Yeah. My man was preaching for that strip club at, at, at the bubble. He was like, yo, I can't be looking at these niggas all day, every day. Yo, <laughs> you, know what's, you know what's funny about Harden? I knew Harden in Brooklyn was never going to work out, bro. Yo, he came to New York with these whack-ass strip clubs. And he, That's what, nah, it's, 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 it's also the strip clubs. But you know how I also knew, like, James Harden in Brooklyn was not going to, like, work out? Because New York women, just how they are. James Harden was probably used to like, like you know, Houston. Every everything's a party. Like, yeah, I want to get lit. Like you said, like like we said, we would come there earlier. Like how New Yorkers just have like a certain type of way. So he's probably trying to holler at girls in DM. They be like, oh, yeah. people like, yo, you yeah. trying to come through? They be like, you taking me out first? Yeah, James Harden like what? Impressed. Yeah, they're not. <laughs> New York women not impressed like that. James Harden like what? He's like, nah, fuck this, yo, get me the fuck out of here. These niggas, this nigga Kyrie not playing. The state taking half my money. The strip clubs ain't popping. The girls giving me hella like attitude. Get me the hell up out of here. Ain't, ain't no titty balls. All the girls in New York act like niggas. It, they, <laughs> it, it is what it is, man. You know they they pull up the blick on you before niggas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, that's what I knew. Like James Harden, once he met like the culture of women here, like not to like down them. Like of course, us New York men like love our New York women, but you just know like outside looking, especially like James Harden, where it's easy pull down in Houston. It was that, that was not really gonna work in New York like that. Yeah, man. These are just, this ain't it right now, man. No. <laughs> contracts. Oh, okay. Speaking of jersey, you know what I think is like probably one of like on the Mount Rushmore of basketball jerseys. Um, the Supersonics Kevin Durant one. That's a collector's item now. Like if you have a Supersonics Kevin Durant basketball jersey, that shit is like hella tough. Three five. Hmm. We ain't getting that no. They got to bring a team back to Seattle. They 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 in the talks of it. Yeah, they need to get rid of the Sacramento Queens. Oh Lord. <laughs> I think right now, um, the NBA is gonna be looking in more as uh, Vegas and Seattle. I think those are gonna be like the next two. 
Oh, I think I do think the NBA. I think that I do think the NBA is in a spot where they do need to add two more teams. I think we have just a, some, we need something a little more fresh in the product. But they they are here talking about getting uh, an NBA Vegas franchise, but they gonna get a whole new arena. They gonna be playing at T-Mobile. They're like, nah, we want our own shit. I'm like, okay. Yeah, yeah. They... I'm telling you, it's only a matter. Of, I'm also waiting for a matter of time to. Uh, MLB uh, gets a team out there. Vegas? I know they, yeah, I know Vegas is, uh, you know, they they starting to see this potential there. And they're like, I, right, you know, we try I heard that's this. like a, like a, like the air. I think it like, it sends like home runs just be flying out in Vegas. I think the Mets have like a minor league team and they said like everybody's power numbers is inflated because of the um, humidity down there. So kind of like it'll be like some coarse field type shit. Nah, but the shit is the shit is dry. I mean, I don't know how it really works. I know they they got minor league teams out in Vegas um, with the fifty ones, but it's gonna happen. And you know, they, if they're getting a new ballpark, you know damn well that shit's gonna have to be on Not some line. That shit will be lit. That shit's bro. gonna be in a dome retractable. Yo, roof. imagine that MLB ballpark and they got like casinos and shit, like somewhere in the arena, like of Las Vegas. Baseball stadium, if done correctly, that that will be wild. Motherfuckers are gonna be acting like delinquents. They need to take the pool idea from Arizona. They like, they gonna do it up big. They like don't do see, it big. You see um the Raiders stadium? That shit is a club. That shit ain't even a, that shit is a club, and they got football in the background. No, I like that. I do feel like like more sports arenas, especially the ones that's being built. They need to inter intercorporate like more of that like clubbiness or like. That party atmosphere within the building, man. See, they had the Monday night game last year, the first game to open up, and I was looking, and I'm, somebody scored a touchdown. And you see the VIP, you see all the, you know how you go to the clubs and they got all the little sections and all that and little couches. That's the Raider Stadium. Yeah, they was popping. Bottles. Yeah, that's the shit a, they got them at the end zone, right? They got the clubs at the end zone. Yeah, you have all the bottle girls. I say, yo, this shit is a club, honey. Yo, shit ain't no difference in Miami, uh, where the Marlins play. Yo, son, I was like, yo, this is a club, man. This ain't no football stadium. I like that though. It, it works. It works with the it works with like it works with the identity of the team. Like not like every team needs to and like enjoy that like party atmosphere. Like yeah, I can't yeah. see the Steelers getting down like that. Yeah, it ain't for everybody. <laughs> but I feel like because one thing, um, who does it? I think the St. Louis Cardinals. They got like a whole village in Atlanta. They got like like a whole like town around the baseball um stadium. Shit, I'm not surprised. Big baseball city. St. Yeah, but um hopefully we um we keeping the lock. We got we got the um, New York Rangers competing. Hopefully they tack on a couple more wins. And then um I know that I know WWE's coming to the garden. I don't know who they coming with, but when they coming to go. I think like I think they coming in July. I think they coming next month. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think they're coming for the one for uh, for Raw. Yeah, I think they're coming for a roar. God. Yeah. I want to see. I want to see how tickets gonna move for that one because I think that's still on Roman's vacay. Roman said he on vacation. Yeah. yeah, Vegas though. Vegas, they got a lot of, a lot of a taste of wrestling. We had double or nothing over in Vegas. Oh, before we touch on that, um, also because Chris, Chris broke the scoop. 
he didn't tell nobody else, but he told us in the group chat because we, we connected like that. He was the one that broke the news that they were moving arenas. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but before, he before all the marks out there was was regurgitating the same thing for a solid week. Yeah, we got timestamps. It was early in the morning too. I put it out there and I was like, yo, this is the word on the block. This is what they doing. They talking about switching. And then people are like, oh, you know, they um it it was cool. They they couldn't uh, fill it up or they were trying to maybe they they decided to hold it off for WrestleMania. I was like, no, motherfucker. They couldn't sell tickets. They only sold 25% of the of the seating capacity at a, a what is it? Uh, like again, stadium. Yeah, I, I like whatever that shit <laughs> Like they only sold twenty five percent, and you got a month until, you know, until the main that event. They've been promoting it for at least a few months. When I was out there, um, back two months ago, they were promoting it real hard. When you come out of the airport, there's a huge ass sun LED. They even got the cars and everyone else, and everybody was like beefing, um, even at double or nothing because it's like, oh, how WWE is trying to promote money in the bank in Vegas, and you know, like that's so disrespectful. No, it's like that shit. What are you talking about? Like they already had, they had. If you really look at it, like WWE had already had that shit booked last year. I don't for money in the bank. From last one, they said it like when back when SummerSlam came around, I was like, "Yo, we doing this back here again. We coming back here next summer for Money in the Bank." Yeah, they were feeling the vibes from last. And they're like, "Oh no, they they're trying to they trying to outstage them." I'm like, "Bro, they've been they've been doing that shit for a hot minute. You can't really outstage Vegas because that's a that's a UF that's an MMA." Yeah. And, and another thing, had... the reason that they ain't selling tickets like that because they doing I didn't even notice until you had announced it, Chris. But then, like later on, I was checking. I was like, "What well, was going on that week?" Because you know it's on Fourth of July week. Yeah, They're doing an MMA event that night. Yeah, and that was a that was a really um that was probably legitimately one of the the tough ones. And they had to go, and it made a little bit more sense. They moved it at the MGM, yeah. but they 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 hit. They got struggle, and it's yeah. huge out there when you have. Um, when the UFC's in town mm-hmm. and there's a fight, trust me, like everything is focused on it. Like before it was obviously you had the big boxing matches, which is still a thing somehow. But they when the UFC's in town and it's a fight night weekend, you best fucking believe the whole city is all about the UFC. Yeah, I'm looking on Russell tickets right now, um MGM Grand. The capacity is at twelve twelve thousand. They just pre-sold nine thousand. But the one thing I found that was very interesting, um, because and I kind of appreciate that, that they're doing this now. Um, <clears throat> WWE they're starting to sell a little bit more of like a package VIP um, experience. What do you mean? So, so like they're giving you like this like red carpet treatment when you come in, um, like. Passes like a lim- like um, laminated passes with the chairs, obviously. Um, but they're going in. You can have the meet and greet before, so they they're really trying to have like that really big experience. Like, hey, you know, you also have a hotel and all this stuff booked. And everyone that already purchased those, they ended up getting a refund, and they were like, hey, you guys can be the first ones to buy your ticket. 
for this event. And here's like a special code. And I was like, this is like a nightmare. That actually is a nice idea. I like that. Like making them making it more than just coming in for a wrestling show, making it like a moment. Yeah, but I think um but I think with them switching venues and then having to issue re- full refunds for everyone who had those packages, mm-hmm. it was I I felt that they somehow should have reconfigured. Like, um, hey, we're gonna do the setting. We're still gonna where we have to, you know, we'll be able to do whatever we can for this, you know. But I think just to give a full refund and then having like you have to buy your ticket again. Here's your money. <laughs> it's probably i wonder if it's because the logistics of the arena different arenas i think it, it definitely was like logistic wise i think that's me that that could have been sent that could have made more sense since you have more more seats on the field and i think that's probably you know it's a, i think it's a good reason probably why they decided to do that like we can't accommodate everyone i was about to say people, that's smart too because some people be like yo i paid for this sight line and i got this WWE screw me. Like this is like this is comparable. Oh, I already had um first row, but then on this side, but we don't have any more first row. So you're kind of fucked up on this one. So I understand and it was just like let's avoid that that nightmare logistically with you know people with the arena and especially with their box office and the seating arrangement. I think that's oh yeah, because people won't get emails. Yeah, they're gonna get emails, it's gonna be angry. They're like everyone is just gonna get a refund. You'll be the first ones to be able to to purchase. I feel like they should have gotten a, 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 a some sort of a inconvenience discount mm-hmm. at that moment. Like, yo, you need to give me like twenty percent, fifteen, twenty percent off at this moment. Um, and I don't know if that if they did or didn't, but I, it was crazy. Yeah. So yeah, even with um this new um Cody injury, we'll talk about money in the bank later, but. I had him pegged for money in the bank, so I don't know what the fuck is going on on yeah. um, right now. It seemed right. like as soon as they announced the, um, they did the commercial, yeah. like sort of slipped up and said, yeah, if you want the money in the bank, you know, WrestleMania, then you have to ring the change, Cody getting hurt. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't think it's gonna do any, any harm, to be quite honest. Like, yeah, they're going to be fun on in the grand scheme of things. Yeah. At the end of the day, I feel with the injury, Cody's stock just went up. Yep. Go ahead. Go ahead. Speak, your, speak your shit, bro. Speak your shit. Like, he just, he went, like, he just went over, 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 times 15. And the match itself was... You know, every 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 wrestler has that iconic moment, and it was just like, yo, you really showed up with a torn pack. And I, and I remember when we—I I don't know if it happened what Friday or the night before Hell in the Cell. And I They're told saying you, that it happened um last last week on Raw when him and Seth had the little brawl. Yeah, he he partially torn it, and then I guess when he went to work out during the weekend, it, it came off the bone. Yeah, and I and I said it before the show. I was like. If this is true, yo, his whole chest is gonna be fucking bruised up. It's gonna look nasty. Yeah, that's what I was saying during the group chat. I was like, yo, you could see it through the jacket. Yeah. You could see the bruise even when he first came out. And he he showed up. I mean, the way 
Um, I think just the way that the storyline of the match and how everything was constructed between him and Seth, that really rounded everything up. There was nothing you could have changed or added. Um, him kind of just gutting through it and I think adding the uh, um, the bull rope on it just to kind of really help really mix that match. It kind of reminded me of like when you watch like those old um, wrestling um, events and you have like those guys that just can't go anymore. Mm-hmm. And look, I'm not fast. I can't do this. But then it, that match starts becomes like very gritty. And they're like, it's going to have to be stationary. We're going to have to go hit hard. We might have to introduce some some lighting bulbs and shit like that. Like we need to go staples. And like this was it. Like it became it became a really good, solid storytelling match. Yeah, this is this is this is his second signature moment with Seth. You know, we thought the mania moment is not yeah. bigger than that. Than but this. this was it and, and that sometimes that don't happen in such the short amount of time that they've had this program together. Great great trilogy. All three day matches. Yeah. Seth sold the shit out of it. I don't know if uh Cody got it, you know, if he hit up Kurt Angle and be like, yo, where the perks at? Like what <laughs> what what do I need? Because I mean I, I've I've sustained injuries like that where I've you know I've I've torn my hamstring and you can't do shit and it does become very slightly uncomfortable and painful you to move especially with your arm and your chest because you remember when that shit happened to triple h um yeah, yeah. a while back mm-hmm. that's why he I... had to nick that yo that's why i said yo he want to be like his favorite wrestler or something trying to be like he's saying trying to be like his favorite wrestler he's stupid yo so nah because if you the like the moment cody came out the, the crowd was hot all paper yeah when he came out and then Seth came out everything was popping and then when he took the jacket off everybody was like oh quiet <laughs> It's like she, she, she be yeah, right like, now. Like, they're like, yo, this ain't no work. This is like real shit. Yo, cause somebody, yeah, it's just like, yo. Now, like, now you know how I know they got quiet because we all been to WWE Arena. So you know if you watching on the jumbotron, I know whoever camera was like zooming in on that shit. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh. Yeah, like people didn't the first ten minutes of the match, people didn't know how to react to it because they was like, yo, like, are we supposed to be like? Like, is this yeah. fucking happening? You know what's some fun? That shit reminded me of Jillian Hall's, like, a blemish on her face. Which, was it the, Was it also the... T- what was worse, when, when that shit came up first or when the boogeyman came and ate the blemish? Nah, I think when it came on first because <laughs> I didn't... Like, that was before high-def TV. You know, we had, like, the yeah. round clunky ones. I'm like, what the fuck is that on her... And, you know, with wrestling, I'm like, they hired some bitch with some wild shit on her face. Yeah, and I was like, and it had one thing I always remember. It had like that big spot in the middle. Yeah, and I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> Yo, the WWE—they could have definitely took an out in this match too, because they could have just had Cody, you know, getting hit by a chair, and then you know, Seth Rollins hit him with the stomp and just pulled the match. I mean, it's to a point where, I mean, I think. Cody being Cody, he's like, fuck it, I need to go out there and still do this. This is one of those, yeah, you hired me back, but I'm letting you know this, you owe me one. You yeah, because a lot of people were saying, oh, how could Vince make him go out there? Like, no, this was a Cody idea. This was a Cody, Cody move. Yeah, you know how dramatic he is. This was his idea. He was just like, oh, you know, that 
They let us do all this shit in AEW. It was no, it was no problem. This is a but, man that lit himself on fire on free TV. Yeah. And it was like, yo, like, the amount of injections my man definitely had to have taken to be able to numb the pain down and still be able to work. Like, Cody Stock literally rose by, by a thousand percent. Vince McMahon right now has made more money than he's ever will with merch sales. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, he's not. No, I was um, gonna say, um, like short term money wise, you know, they're gonna lose out with Cody, but when he comes back for that 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 rumble pop. I was about to say, I think I think this sets up the rumble win. I I saw some kind of glad he's I think not he'll gonna be, be around. He'll, he'll, he'll be back before the before the rumble. No, I'm talking about Bob. I don't think he's gonna be around for money in the bank. So I'll say that's kind of good because I don't think I think for Cody to get the championship, I think we laid it out already. I think he should go the traditional win the Royal Rumble, get the main event. And then win it at the main event. Just easy peasy booking. Just don't you don't have to overbook this shit. Who says yeah. he even has to be at the Royal Rumble? Um, win the I mean, the, match. The, the time the timetable they they said earlier is gonna be four to six months. Yeah, I think so, I think he'll. he'll, he'll nah, but I'm talking about like by the time he come back is gonna be the Rumble time. I mean, again, he nah, Cody even, Cody should get the Rumble, bro. He signed over. He and doesn't also, even have. He doesn't have to win the. He, nah. he could be. He could be at the Royal Rumble. Nah, give give Cody the give Cody the Rumble, bro. Get him because the thing is with, one with the Rumble too. You gotta like start instilling fate, kind of like with the Mets fan. How like Mets fans, even myself, are not saying anything, like holding their breath <laughs> to September because yeah. you want to see like Royal like also like numerous winners, but you want to see your favorites win the Royal Rumble. You gotta like instill yeah. faith back in like your fan base. Yeah, I, I think I think that's I think think at that last night in the reception he got, that's sort of like setting stone. Yeah, like because everybody you know there was like people with dirt sheet guys like yeah people from other companies is like this is crazy what Cody did and you know salute like he didn't have to go out there and do that like nope. he could have just did a one two three I right, self hit me with the stomp or a very like, short yeah. match be like yeah. hey we're gonna do something uh ten minutes. They could have had Tajiri coming with the miss. I'm <laughs> like, they could have done any type of WWE shenanigans that they do, and they wrestled that match like they like if Cody wasn't hurt. Like that's well, obviously true. they added it into the story, but you know they they played the same time frame they would have did prior to the injury. All I know is the legend of Cody Rhodes grew. I know Vince looking at him in the back that he came back loud. Damn this motherfucker. No, oh. Vince, Vince got to respect because one, and now when I'm thinking about it, I think WWE and Cody Rose at this perfect point in time is like a good fit for each other. Yeah. Because as we all know, and Cody says himself, he has a big ego. So now he actually now has like the machine behind it to like really let this ego do what it wants. And like you said, doing what he did last night, now he got some pull. So he could be like yeah. coming up like, yo, Vince, I'm I'm gonna need like 20 pyro for WrestleMania. I'm gonna need some shit crossing in the sky. I need Brandy I mean, back. I need yeah. Pharaoh. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. then he'd be like, all right, you got it, Cody. And then Cody been getting so much pyro. I know Roman be like, all right, all right, Vince. Ease up on that pyro, money. He's like, yo, nah, I think that shit. I want Saudi pyro. That that's the mania they that's the mania matches, Roman and Rock, quote unquote, this year, right? Could be. 
Could be nine. But either way, the other no. Nah, I'm saying if, if that if that if that doesn't fall through, I think I think the time is now to pull that Cody versus Roman and have him go that mania. Yeah. Either way, even if Roman Rock happens, Cody's definitely set for that other title. Well, who else? And that's what I'm very now. He should, about. but he ha- he has to beat Roman. Oh yeah, I think that's still gonna happen. But if I'm talking about Rock and Roman does happen at Mania. And that's what I'm saying. That's what's going to fuck up the booking because the thing is, especially now with Roman being this dominant champion, can somebody accept? Because the thing is, if, if Cody is not beating Roman, that means you having somebody beat get that win over Roman that you're just going to give to Cody when you could that's just ex- give it to Cody. I, and it- That's exactly how I feel it's going to go happen because personally, obviously, I don't... Granted, like, his stock is high... But I don't see Cody and Roman happening anytime soon, to be quite honest. I still feel WWE still has something in their bag of tricks. Vince is going to pull something out of his ass, but I don't think it's the time yet for Cody and Roman. Okay. And I think it's going to be someone. No, I can see. agree with that because he just he did come back last minute and for that big match because right now they are like the two biggest stars in the company. Yeah. Right, let's add. Let's let's get a little bit more seasoning and more a little more storyline before throwing them in. And like I get what you're saying. Yeah. Like I think personally, I think what can can happen, and it's been it's been teased here. I do see Seth Rollins somehow finagling his way into a title match with Roman. Winning out with that, and I still see a po- another installment of of Seth and Cody possibly being a thing, mm-hmm. and making that match possibly at WrestleMania. But I don't see um, Roman still having both titles going walking into WrestleMania. Okay. Yeah, I think that I said it. That that Scottish dude. That's a poss- that he's another possibility. <laughs> They they building a whole pay per view around this dude. I'll be I would like to see that Cody versus Drew at Mania, and that's another one, yeah. Because I I mean I also don't know why they decided to leak, and I think it might change when they have Riddle going up against Roman, um, then Randy Orton at SummerSlam, and then at the the match out in um at Cardiff Triple Threat, you know, to have uh oh, Drew McIntyre. Um, but who knows? That's also that's also another possibility. I think there'll be a transitional champion um, for a period of time, and then we could possibly have Drew and Cody whenever that does happen. If it does, you know, like I, a lot can a lot can happen. A lot can change. That's true. A lot can got, happen. But I don't see take, I don't see Roman and Cody being a thing for WrestleMania 38. No, you got to count somebody else that stocks is going up that was on pay-per-view last night on Bobby Lashley. He never lost a belt. Nope. Be he the last person beside Roman that beat Brock too. Mm-hmm. And they the, I, I know for a fact they're not done with Brock and Bobby yet. Yeah, I heard they, they, it might happen at SummerSlam. Who knows? We got we get maybe we get Brock the butcher back. I see him I see he out here on his butcher. Yeah. <laughs> There was some, there was some, there was some, there was some matches. Yeah, man. Like I said, y'all see in the chat, the lady showed out last night. I gotta run that back. Um, for the triple threat. Yeah. 
I'll probably, back. I'll probably run that after we finish up because everybody said that was a really good match. It was, definitely, it, was a, it was definitely a good, great match. She was laying the licks on Becky last night. Mm. Oscar was moving like she was in starting. She was out here moving like, like a fucking straight G. Becky was real agile, even better than before. Everybody showed up. Bianca, we already know, generational. Just different levels with that girl, man. It just like it's every big match on it. Just at this now point, she's getting better. At this point, it's the four horse woman, Oscar, obviously, and Bianca. And it's so a gap out to top six. It's it's a gap with the other ladies. The other ladies are nice, but as far as big matches and what we expect from them, it's them six right there. Hmm. It's different. I it's could the, agree. It's, it's it's different like at this point. It's just like all the time. Like this girl, she does something every match that we ain't really see. Like like what? <laughs> Somebody <laughs> pointed out yesterday, like during the Fresh Prince episode, my one like Will was looking at Ashley with the dollar signs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what Vince how Vince is looking at Bianca. Like this girl's different. Like she's her and Becky, the chemistry is just off the charts. Like people say fight forever. They them two they just put on bangers every time. Then you add Oscar into that. Yeah, Oscar was always one of my favorites. They just, they just never really like. But that's the thing about with the WWE, the women's division, is and, and them in general is just like nobody gets any traction. Like it's just like you go here, you go there, and you just like they go off TV. It just it's nothing like really like keeping you in tune. Because they do have their phenomenal women's roster. They have a phenomenal <laughs> women's division. But there's still like no stories. There's no like pecking order. Nope. So I was like, why should I watch? And I'm glad you brought that up because remember last time we had last episode, we were talking about these the vacant uh, women's tag team titles. Yeah, what's up? They're gone, right? No, no. We haven't done shit. They haven't had no, no, no plans for them. They don't have anything concrete with them. They, they canceled the tournament. They haven't yet. There was nothing to even start with. They're like, yeah, yeah, I think we, we might do something. Y'all ain't do shit. So, just further, just further Sasha and Bianca point. Exactly. And it's just like, yo, y'all and motherfuckers ain't doing shit. And I've been saying it for a while. They made no sense to have two tag team belts in NXT and in the main roster. It's that, that, was, that was the one that killed it. That was that was the one that killed it. Yeah, yeah but they wasn't going, they wasn't gonna fly out some NXT girls every no. week to like and 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 this is what was a huge thing. Normally, if you technically like they these will be put on main roster. When you're on the main roster between Raw and SmackDown, that's a different pay. You ain't making NXT money. That's technically main roster money. Is what yeah, because they're gonna be like, hey, I worked this Raw date. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that was one thing that was that I heard was like the sticking point. That they were just yeah that they were like oh no y'all still getting y'all regular pay it don't matter if y'all working um wwe pay-per-views or if you guys making a a, a run in on smackdown or or um or raw it don't matter you still gonna be getting your pay yeah because they didn't make no it only made sense to do that whole them having a the women's division with nxt when they was in the thunderdome because everybody was in the same arena yeah but once you know the main roster went and started going back on the road, you know they're not gonna be out here flying these, tag, these women tag team. From yeah, to be out. like in the surface of of an NXT, a chance to like somebody on NXT to like 
I know what you mean. Like yeah, it would have been too that. much of a they, 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 they just weren't going they weren't gonna pay. Yeah, it would have been too much. Even out even from like not even from a pay standpoint, just the whole travel. Yeah, it would have been too much going on with that. <laughs> and I've said it the only way that belt would have made more sense is if every if it was a traveling belt from Raw SmackDown, NXT, and NXT UK. That is the only way that belt would have had a, would have survived. But they didn't do anything. That belt at, at one point wasn't even defended for about three or four months. And you know it's crazy, Chris. You gave them the perfect out because, like how you just said, they don't have nothing for the tag team title. So even if on the main roster Raw and SmackDown, they'd be like, "Look, we, we're coming up on the end of like these tag team women storyline." Then they could throw it to another show and not really be worried about it. Yeah. And then, like, all right, we need the tag team titles back. Let's get them back on the main shows. Like, that actually would have been a good idea for them. There was no direction at all. Um, and and I, I'm still, I still feel some type of way you have these dickheads out here who were talking about it with Sasha and Nomi. Good. They should have left. All they do is bitch and complain. It's like, there's so much more into this that, again, to this day, don't know if it's real, don't know if it's a work. I'm taking it for for what it is, but reality, those things were fucking duds. I've been saying it for fucking months. They were duds. They could have even if right now the way they they could have constructed it, they want to have a tournament. They could have easy had like a let's say even if you makeshift um, tag teams, which reality they don't even have enough to even, they even do. Have they don't tag. even have. They don't have eight girls per um, per show. If you want to, this is how I'm thinking about it. If you've had the right amount of, of talent on there, you'll have a, let's say, four sets of teams for both Raw, SmackDown, NXT, and NXT UK. Okay? 16 lot, awesome. So you have 16 teams. You have a tournament style the winner of each individual brand goes over. The, they could have set this up at Money in the Bank. Like Fatal 4. Oh, that would have been nice. Fatal 4-Way Ladder Match. That would have been nice. Damn, bro. We still have been playing WWE 2K. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like that's the booking right there. You, you, you All we have in a Styles tournament is like, no. You get these girls from each of these four shows. But they don't have, they don't, they don't, they haven't thought, they have not thought about it. It's the same, sh- it's the same fucking shit. You're getting the exactly same storylines. That's why Sasha and I only put the belts down. Yeah. Well, but, no, no, but hold on. But Malcolm, hold on. Remember, according to WWE, they were stripped. Quote, unquote. Like, get the fuck out of here. They wasn't stripped. They left. They didn't. They, they dropped didn't that shit like a bad habit. And you know, you know, you know. Another thing too, you brought up the, per- the important word story. I think story is missing from a lot of this, a lot of the wrestling right now, and I think that's why I've kind of like maybe taken a step back because, like, on some easy shit, how you was just able to come up with a tournament, win of each brand, fatal four way money in the bank. That's an exciting idea. I would tune in. Like, you, it's so it's so easy. Like, even they could have took the real life shit of them saying, "Oh, they dropped the belts on Laurinaitis." You remember, I came on episode. They could have had yeah. Laurinaitis come out with it, say I'm the tag team champions, and then maybe down the line bring back the Bellas. So yeah, 
Or to be like, have the have the bells come back, be heels, be like, oh, we've we've got a new champion, we're crowning a new champion, and then all the girls are out, and they're like, oh, who's gonna be? And then all of a sudden, boom, you have the bells. That would have been with, that's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That would have been, been, been great. Heat. Great heat. heat on the belt. It would have made them because they they both popular. It would have made the belt like shit like that. And yes. then it'd be like, oh, they're family. They're this. You always they could have done a whole different line of it. They could have done a, a little mini. Um, type of like, hey, I'm the authority. I'm like the head of WWE officials out here. I'm Johnny Ace, and this is People Power. The people want to see the Bellas be tag team champions. Is that, I'm a little biased because I do like Johnny um, Laurinaitis as an on-screen personality. Ooh. Like He has like Ooh. that. <laughs> so it'll be perfect. Like you said, they all Walk family. Out. Nicole, Brianna, these are my people. Yeah, to, yeah, but to be honest, yeah, Chris made a good idea. But to be honest, they, you know what? Uh, they they didn't care about these belts from the from the beginning. Mm. The only reason they created these belts was because the women's division was coming in, you know, a bit bloated. So people was coming up and all like and they, they were thought, trying to, and yep. they thought like, oh well, for story reasons, you know, if you're not in the main title picture, get the, the tag team. Up, yeah, let's do the tag team. But to be honest, like I said many times <laughs> on this show, they had better storylines going on before they had the tag team um division when they just had make card um stories. Can I can I can I scrap that? You know what I think they should you know what I think they should turn the women's tag team title belt into? I think they should carry it into an intergender championship belt. Well, on some impact. They, they, they ain't ready for that. I would I would like to see because the I thing would. about with WWE, like they need freshness in the product. That's why I remember with me, I remember the first one, I was like, they should bring the fucking baby. Like they need something new and like just something just different. I will watch fucking Liv Morgan and Austin Theory like holding the championships going like they need that like something new. Like yeah, I'll be they, I I'll mean, be they down was, for inter- they uh, doing inter- that before too. That one remember when they used to do the, the Facebook um that tag, mixed them mix yeah, tag? I thought that was kind of like the run to that. And I think that would I think that would be really cool for the product, bro. And it and you know how they always say like everybody's on the same page, like there's no difference between the men and the women. So, all right, let's have a men and a woman championship. Yeah, I think they they like they was teasing that, but then they didn't go full through with that. So, um, I know per per source can't confirm, um, but there's also been the talks of you know WWE burying really Stephanie McMahon and her main reason for leave for leaving. She's also had had her opinion on the direction of the product. Oh yeah, I seen today they put out a report on the reason that quote unquote she was relieved she was more relieved of duties than her taking time off. There you go. There was just of, but but I it, it wasn't I didn't see the story on more story. It was more of um the business aspect. Yes. Of her not um basically selling I guess the pro- proper rights or whatever the case is. Like she's not really um contributing money wise more to the company than, than they expected for her as an executive. Mm-hmm. So that's why she's a sinking ship. Like, eh. Well, basically, like like how basically and they how gave Nick her Khan, husband a heart attack. Fuck how them. Nick Khan, how Nick Khan's been like setting up these deals with like with Netflix and all that. Like Stephanie's not really bringing that to the table. Well, she's over. She had to fucking patch up her husband after they nearly killed him. Yeah, <laughs> we all know that was an inside job. They tried to kill Paul. They gave this nigga a heart attack. They, they broke his heart. That's what happened. And then they stripped the black and gold away from him. 
just fucking stomping in his face, nigga. I laid up, had nigga Braun Breaker breaking the golden NXT. People, and then we like the shit we said, like people, his team got fired, resources that he, like he thought talent that he thought would yeah. take W to the next step, gone in a moment's notice, like they gave that nigga a heart attack. You knew it was, you knew for a fact it was a slap in the face when they had NXT Black and Gold versus NXT 2.0 and they had 2.0 go over. You knew, you already knew for a fact that that was already a, that was a shoot work. It was just like, yeah, you're done. Yeah, none of none of those none of those black and gold motherfuckers are there. I think Stephanie's gonna be good with all of it. Even if she, if she wanted to leave W, she made so much connections in the past few years as an exec. Honestly, she I don't just, blame her. Get out, get out. She still got her. She's still on the on the, the um board. I'm about to say she still got stock. She's she still got wild man, stock. So she'll get some dividends whenever that the sale will occur. But she, honestly, take care, enjoy the kids. Enjoy Paul and just don't worry about it. Yeah, like she was just name one of the top execs in variety. She's gonna be good. I'm pretty sure she will. As soon as that whole thing happened, like wild people in Hollywood was pulling up and shit. Like I don't, I don't know if there's a non-compete, but I could see. Um, isn't Jeannie Bus have like that that wild like revival? I could see them oh, yeah, maybe yeah. trying to like yeah, snag yeah. Stephanie. Wow, we're not gonna talk about wow. <laughs> wow, they just lost their top star, and they Ooh, Tessa? start recording. It. Yeah, and then... Nah, fuck like, her! Nah, but I'm talking about wild people are leaving wild now. Now it's coming like... This thing is coming unglued. Like... It ain't... It ain't it's not... And that's uh, why they need Stephanie. Stephanie will, will write the ship. Her, her and Jeannie Buss will be a great, like, woman empowerment, like, tag team. Like, the people want to sell women empowerment and women, like, competing in competitive spaces. Have Stephanie and Jeannie Buss, like, team up. The thing is, Stephanie is, like... It's just like um, what you call it from secessions. She 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 gonna be by her pops to the end. She ain't leaving the company. No. Well, they told her like that. And regardless of now, no matter what, everybody everybody's like, oh, the WWE product and shit and all that. You know what? At the end of the day, they still caking. They don't give a fuck because their profit margins are retarded. The 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 amount of revenue that they're making is insane. So they can have like, hey, the the network may not be happy because they feel like ratings. I feel like ratings and wrestling in general have have been down. The ratings and TV is just it don't make sense no more because it's yeah. not even about that. It's about the TV ratings. So WWE could yeah. do a bad number, which you know they doing their number. They think still number one on Fox or Fox yeah. is playing it and getting full mail. But it's like, what are y'all gonna do? Y'all still gonna we in a contract with y'all? And it don't matter if it's WWE or AEW, like. They all pulling around the same amount of viewership, um, and especially everything is different with streaming and and all these different types of like zooms and watch parties and shit. Yeah, like all that stuff nowadays is not the same anymore. But hey, if your investors are like, yo, you know what, you bringing me buku dollars right now, I'm not even complaining. I don't even give a shit. People like, I don't give a fuck. Chad and Oregon not fucking watching. I'm still no. collecting money. Yeah, that's <laughs> collecting money. Yeah, that's what, like, you see what's going on with, with Warner and Discovery. That's why they was at that that, that L.A. show for AEW. They need, like, AEW, what they're missing right now is that, is, is that second outlet. They, um, even watching uh, Double or Nothing, like, that Bleacher Report app, it ain't it. Nah, that shit ain't it. 
They they need like, to go. They need to get the HBO Max deal. Then then they will start really getting that like big time. Yeah, really, like it's but, getting it's getting bad. Like the I'm first confused, though, like because even you mentioned the HBO Max stuff, they just have the upfronts, right? So the upfronts is where you go there to you know display to the advertisers. This is what we selling for the year. There was no HBO Max AEW news. So when is that going to happen? Because if it's not going to happen now, it's not going to happen this year. And who knows if it's not HBO? But they need. They need a they they need something big, yeah. Because it also legitimizes the product. That's yeah. why I love like when TNT was starting to get all these sports these sports um rights again because now AEW is sitting right next to NBA and NHL, professional like sports league. So you can't be like, eh, you know, that's kind of like minor leagues. AEW yeah. needs that real like just like Peacock and WWE. Even yeah. if you're not a fucking WWE watcher, if you had Peacock last night, the first thing you saw when you opened your fucking app was fucking Cody Rose and Hell in the Cell. Yeah. yeah. And unless they make it somewhat interesting and really, really create a TV rights deal partnership where you do add Impact and uh, New Japan, I think that will be that will be really huge where they can really compete with WWE in terms of money and be able to bring that revenue, but also just be able to bring them a different platform and be able to showcase that because as many, like as many times as I've honestly have thought impact would have died. I'm let's be honest. We, there's been plenty of times and they have survived. I'm I'm going to need that last dance documentary from from now. (laughs) They really, they really did. And honestly, like, um, after after that Hogan era, like they fucking blew that shit up, um, and it just be, it became nothing. Like you were watching, I remember watching Impact um taping uh, in Queens at Melrose Ballroom. Like they were doing shows with like MLW, but like now, like honestly, within the last, I think even during the pandemic, I don't know how, but Impact. Impact has has clawed has like, has clawed their way out. They really have, and I think even with uh, WWE cuts, they they made some really good adjustments. But they haven't even focused hardly on that. Like they 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 adjusted to the to what they had in their you know in their stocks and their inventory. But they have young guys. They have guys who they built around, like mm-hmm. the Eddie Edwards. Like you've had those guys where you're like, you know what? We can build something around them. Um, and, and you know with some real shit and I think that's what's missing for the WWE product I think that's why I've kind of like really like floated away because they haven't really shown belief other than one person they haven't shown belief in like in like a crop of superstars or stars that they think was like we got next yeah because like we, I've always said that as much as I've been a wrestling fan it was always the top guy it was all the middle guys but they were always somebody in the car that even as a kid I didn't know shit about the dirt cheese it was like alright you can tell, like, they they grooming this guy for a bigger spot. Yeah. And there's none of that. You could maybe say Riddle, but after that Riddle, who... And they got Austin Theory now, but then, like, it was always, like, a plethora. There was options. I think, personally, I we we're, I, I see the transition of we're trying to grow stars. Um, I, I see a... And I'm going to say this. I really see a really big future with Moss. Madcap? Yeah. That's Madcap, bro. I can't <laughs> You know what? Last week, I would have said it was Cap. But what they did with Cap, 
niggas got behind them. Yeah. I don't know how that happened. I'm like, yo, hold on. That's Mad wrestling. Cap. Fuck it. If, if people get behind Madcap, then fuck it. We need more Madcap. Yeah. They like really, they really flipped the switch with him. Like I, I think um, even with like last night's match with with Corbin, who again, very very underrated. I I think for the company standpoint, he's not undervalued. He does what he needs to do. Yeah, he's like Mid-part. he's like a good he's like a good um. Like a good, yeah. you know who I might, he reminds me of. He reminds me of like this generation's big boss man. He's a good hand. Yeah, he's like a good hand. He does what he has to do. Yeah, and, good yeah. solid heel. Um, like he he's literally the company heel guy. Right, I think right below Miz. If you really kind of look at it, and Sammy. Yeah, like these are guys that you're like easy. You're like you know what? These are solid guys that that we want to keep long term like you can have them do their shortcomings but they can also help build you know other people and get other other stars over in reality that's at the end of the day um but i I, and vince if he sees that the crowd is somewhat behind you and he puts you in a position he's like i want to see how you do it get these fans over i'm booking you as a baby face and there's nothing more difficult in this business, when you're going to be out on your own and you're being booked as a baby face, like, and if you're not getting that crowd reaction, you're, yeah, you're, 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 I'm about to say, they, they, they pull the plug fast. They'll pull the plug. They'll be like, you know what? This, this ain't it. This push that we're giving you, it ain't it. Um, and I think they're going to, they're going to suffer a little bit, especially now with, with Cody being out because you now lost. Really, kind of like one of your your top baby faces right now, so, and somebody that's hot at the moment. Yeah, like that's that's where it's like, wow, we're we're kind of fucked on this. Um, and I don't, I mean, I think this is the time where now we're probably going to see more likely Drew McIntyre, or even even better, I probably see Riddle really being that guy. I think right now, I think these are your guys to lead you during these like couple of weeks for the next couple of months. I think Drew. One, my fault. Because when, when Roman's coming back for SummerSlam, oh yeah, he's yeah, definitely coming back for SummerSlam. That's what I'm saying. Like, so when is this Roman vacation, like, quote unquote, kind of over? Well, he's but isn't he supposed to be back for Money in the Bank? Not after Cody injury, they might make uh, it over. Well, um, but again, that was supposed to be the match. It was. It's supposed to be Riddle and Reigns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then SummerSlams again. I, I don't understand why why they leak all Roman's next three opponents. I really yeah, don't understand that. Yeah, because I'm not showing the Randy front, but some because Randy dealing with a back issue right now. Yeah, he might be back by then, but you know who knows? Card is always subject to change. Mm-hmm. Exactly, right. and I do but believe if if Riddle gets a good reaction and Randy can't yeah. go, you know. He's that guy right now. Like he got over with RK Bro. Yeah. And I know that he's uh they 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 like him right now. Like Vince was Vince is actually uh, a riddle fan. Yeah, because at one point Vince was like, I don't know about this one, man. Because <laughs> he was a triple H guy. Nah, not even that, because it was just he kept on st- trying to start feuds of Brock with Gold yeah. Roman. Oh, I get what you mean. It's like that 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 chirpiness, like Yeah. Even at one point. Last year, Seth Rollins like I'm never gonna work with this guy. I guess he turned the table because Seth was working with him now. Yeah, 
he was talking too much, and he ain't do nothing yet. But I, I think they're gonna. I think right now that WWE is gonna go through the growing phase right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's again, everyone could talk shit about the old man, but the old man knows how to pull certain things where you're like, I don't know either if this is real or not. Nigga Paul um, Austin, he got hit. like I said, I was like my wrestling, uh, my my I don't even know what's that term, but wrestling, I I would, would I'm already expecting anything to happen because I thought Austin was done. So him coming back for a match, then I that was like my last wrestling like sacred shit that was never going to happen. Yo, Benny's a business. He's a Benny's a businessman. For him, if if it make dollars, it makes sense. But if it don't make dollars, then it don't make sense. You know what's crazy? When we just talking about this Roman shit, I feel like the perfect storyline, just kind of, it doesn't have to be a long, drawn-out one, but maybe a couple weeks, is that when he does come back, like, let's show, like, the WWE locker room, like, giving him the cold shoulder. Yeah. Because you got, when you said Miz, it automatically popped in my head. I said, I said, I was like, Miz should, like, lead like a renegade group like during this like hiatus and then when Roman Reigns start to show up maybe he's locked out the building and he's getting like the cold shoulder from people um because the thing is a... no, because the thing I was going to say because then that ties into his whole mantra of acknowledge me is that now he has to beat the sense out of the whole roster to show him that he's still the boss yeah the only but thing with that is, is I can kind of see that but it can also backfire because then you kind of make, you're kind of downgrading him into a bit of that that mid car phase. It's like who really is gonna like you're gonna diss your champ like that, and like someone who's already built up and has been proven they can unless like he did some real fucked up. No, that's why I said the, and you know the Miz, like, he's a great person on his own, and he can convey like you left us high and dry, Roman. How dare you? Like remember, I'm a two time champ, so I know what it means to like carry this company. Yeah. You want to like sip mojitos. The only difference, sit at imaginary though, tables. Unless there's a- someone, unless there's someone right now that pulls on a crazy run, and then Roman comes back and is like, "I've been holding it down while you were gone, while you were out here doing movies and this and that. I've mm-hmm. been holding down the four. I've been winning matches. I've been putting five star matches and blah, blah yeah, blah." Yeah, that's some shit. I was like, I hope they give that to somebody. Like he's been like shining. Without they, Roman, and then when he comes back, that'll be the clash. That's but there ain't what, nobody right but now. But that's hold on. But that's sort of the story they've been telling on SmackDown with, with the whole Sami Zayn and Drew McIntyre thing. Yeah, Sami Zayn's been Roman's insider with the bloodline. He's been repping for them on the sides. He's like the locker room leader. Yeah, yeah he's been sort of like, yo, I'm down with the bloodline too. I mess with y'all. Like the the influence you see Roman has on the locker room. Like mm-hmm. certain guys, I'm on Apollo Crews before he did his like turn. They had like this backstage vignette, and then Roman was talking to him, and then the next week he turned into that heel. So like certain touches they do with Roman and his character, of yeah, the influence. And then Drew McIntyre has been like the only person on SmackDown, but like I'm not falling for that. Like I'm hot out here. I'm back. I'm not I'm getting down the with the fuckery. Yeah, but we sh- we shall see when Roman pops up. I mean, yeah, and I think that's kind of sad too because it's like why. Because that's what I'm saying, like, WWE, they should have, like, people, like, next man up type shit. Like, because, like, when people went down, it was next man up. And if that person went down, like, they had options to, like, plug and play. So it's just, like, seeing them how they are now, just not being able to do that. But it is what it is. Like Chris said, they making money, hand over fist. 
And as a business, you can't complain. There you go. Yeah, but staying in Vegas. What's up? Over the weekend before the Cody Rhodes scandal. Mm-hmm. Well, last weekend, MJF. Mm. Work or shoot? I'm going work. No, absolutely. It's a, it's a, yeah, it's a work. Definitely think it's a work. Because he got too many years on his contract to getting all this crazy, all this cuckoo talk. Like, yeah. what, do you, what, do you, what do you expect to, like, I don't know with that type of contract what you expect to do. Like, you ain't even going to be walking in Connecticut anytime soon. Because if, even if you shoot, did get the boot, if it's a shoot, it's very anti climate Because it's two years, as you stated, you can't do nothing. And it's like, what's the end game? A like, match with TK. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> what, like what's really the end game? Because they had the execs over in the LA show this past week. Tony Khan sort of alluded like, oh, we don't really have a relationship with them. We're inviting them to for the first time. MJF pulls off the big promo. Now there's reports, oh, Zex was really, you know, that's not really their style. They pulled off MJF from the from the AEW roster. The they pulled off his merch. And all this. But the thing was that really was funny about this over the weekend before the um pay-per-view was the the the, the plane scandal. Oh, that he dirt, hopped on the plane? Yeah, yeah. every dirt sheet swore that oh he, he, he got a ticket to the plane. Like I said, inside sources, they had sources. They was a, they they saw him at the airport. They can't confirm if he's on the plane or not. <laughs> it was somebody in the Burberry Scarf just picked up some luggage. That's definitely MJF. He's leaving. Like, <laughs> oh, he didn't show up to the signing the day before. They had to refund everyone's money. So here's my thing. He did the dirt sheets, got it worked like crazy that day. Or they was in on this with Tony. Yeah. The whole oh, thing, the, the whole this. thing was amazing. Like I said, I'm trying to see how this played off. Like I said, I was just talking about there's no story and shit. This is a story. Yeah. This is this is a cool story. This is something I wish WWE was able to capitalize with the whole Naomi and Sasha thing. The, the only thing about this being a story, though, the AEW fan base is not a, a fan base to get work. Well, fuck them, because they... See, exactly, can, fuck them fuck kids. The, can they think they... Like, not to put... Like, I like like I like AEW product, but somebody made an interesting point, though, too, and I, and I kind of caught it. It was like, ever since the inception of the AEW, you, you, you kind of saw, like, the percentages of crowds trying to get themselves over in WWE kind of like wane, because yeah. I guess like all like the smart marks or like the real real wrestling heavy people has like jump ship, so the crowd is a little more like like tamer and shit, not trying to like hijack it. But yeah, fuck them. You how you a fan yeah. of wrestling and you mad that you getting work? That's hope. That's one part of the wrestling. That's the whole point of the business. Like, <laughs> you you need to work the fans over. <laughs> how dare Tony Khan and Maxwell work me? Ah, oh, I'm gonna write, I'm gonna tweet about this. Nah, fuck or them. Yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna go on my tout account and I'm gonna really give it to them. Cause I I, I was saying the best I think one of the best works ever in history. And Paul Heyman stated is like when they did like the blind angle with Sandman, and then um I think somebody like Raven or some shit like like they threw something in his eye and they had to like pretend like he was blind and he yeah. was like for that whole month like if you went to Sandman's house like his wife would answer the door yeah. So, so how do you, how, how do y'all think this um storyline ends up with MJF? 
I just, I didn't even think of a, a a Tony match. That would be cool because, like I said, that would be something new. We haven't seen Tony wrestle in the ring, and that it also gives off. Um, it makes it more important, kind of like what Vince did when he used to lace up the boots in a match. Like there's just an importance when the owner is like competing in a match against somebody oh. that he quote unquote hates. <laughs> you yeah. know, what would be the biggest. You know, you want to know what would be the biggest work? What's up? MJ MJF shows up and takes a photo in front of the Titan Tron in Stanford. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's that will literally get the internet buzzing. Just have him literally just have him go like, hey, where like I don't know. Look, I gotta look at the tour schedule. Where, where what like sight, sightseeing in Connecticut, some shit like that. Sightseeing other or it's like, oh looking for places to live. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, don't they got like a new building or some shit like that? Like it has built? it's not up it's not up yet, so they're still using the same the same building. All you okay. need to do is take a photo and just really work the fans over and just be, you know, just be like, hey, on my way to Stanford. Nah. I would say if AEW fans get mad that they got work, they, they need to take a break. Yeah, like, this is a whole, that's the whole purpose of it. Like, it so, kind of goes back to the old school ways where heels will only travel with heels, never with a baby face. You can't be seen in public with them. If you got, if, you got into it with somebody like, hey, I need you, I need you to give me a, a black eye. I'm going to milk this black eye. Even if it's just me going to the fucking deli, I need this black eye or a broken arm to really work like, hey, this is what happened during this match. Mm-hmm. You know, but we're living in the day in the internet and you have to throw curveballs and you have to be able to fuck with people. So nice. Tony, Tony comes from behind the curtain. I'll be with it if it's a one-time thing, and that's the thing. Maybe not. Now it becomes like every weekend week thing. But if I would like to see Tony, when a knee calls for it, step in and, and like end a feud, because that's why I love the Vince McMahon shit. Because you just knew it was big because it was the fucking owner. I would pay money to see MJF just sitting um, at a pay per view and just have him at a, and show up at a WWE pay per view. With tickets in hand, tickets in hand. I keep saying that's that's one of the biggest, one of the most, like, um, they don't use that that trope anymore. But it's so good. Like, just have a wrestler show up with a couple tickets. They be like, "How oh, what are you doing here?" He's like, I take it. Hey, I got hey, two. Yeah, hey, I'm he, just here. He real cool. He real cool. With and not even show like just show up towards the main event. Like, I have a ticket. And it's like no one knows what's going on. I'm pretty sure WWE is gonna be like, "Hey, you have to move or whatever," even if it's a work or not. Like he's just like, you know, this is an AEW thing. I'm just gonna come and sit here and watch my and be like, "Oh, I'm just here to watch the show." And it'll be like during a big match or whatever. Just show up randomly late main event pay per view, sit TV side and be like, "Yep." And everyone's in the crowd. It's like, "What's going? Is that really MJF?" Is like, "Yep." Yeah, I'm. I'm actually kind of rooting for him if he does go to WWE because I feel like he new blood, some new matchups, and it's just something cool about seeing somebody that was in a, a promotion not too long ago jump ship. I mean, we we're we're still trying to see who the next uh the next person to jump ship is. That's what I'm saying. I'm I'm ready for that. Honestly, that's one thing I'm waiting for for WWE. Who who's the next person they're going to try to sign over from AEW? That's all. We, that's all we trying to see. 
2024 I mean, is going to be a big free agency year. Not only that, but I'm also very curious to see what happens at this Forbidden Door show. Oh, yeah. We're going to get into that next. We got CM Punk. No summer punk. <laughs> my, my son turned into CM Finn Balor. <laughs> no, damn. Just came back. Damn. damn. You know what it was, too? I, I, I honestly, I thought Hangman was going to win that match. I didn't think Punk was going to win until All Out or All In Weekend. They could have, but I feel like... This since is... it was in Chicago, I, I just thought he was just going to win it in Chicago. So even this title win came off like a little weird to me. I was like, oh, all right. Yeah, nah, I understand why they pulled... Yeah, they did, they, did, they, did, they did pull the plug on Hangman. It's all right. It's all right, Cowboy. Yeah, all the stuff that's been going on behind the scenes. Warner was, and all that. It was... A, I, we had this conversation. I said the exact same thing. Like, Hangman's title run was a dud. It was. Yeah, man. When you the when you when you watching Dynamite, you the fifth or sixth more, most important person, and you the supposed to be the champ. Like they made they made Hangman feel just the same way when uh um when AJ Styles was a WWE champion, and this man was out here wrestling number two, number three in the card. It was just like fodder. Yeah, like, it was like you putting on good matches, but you know. Oh, like, we don't care about you. Yeah, like you know. Same thing with the. It's like the intercontinental. They, they Hangman was the intercontinental champion. Dang. I was about to say also, and then Hangman's character kind of died once he beat Omega. Yeah. yeah. That was the story. Yeah, like after that, because then he won a championship. So what? What? Like, what was your real character story? Like, what was it? It was just being champion. There was nothing. There was no build up. He wasn't on Dynamite every week. He wasn't out here. Like for someone like that being a a baby face, he was just not. He was not present. And, and, and this is one thing I kept saying. One of your pillars. Yeah, he was not present at at any point in time during his title run. Apart, oh, I'm gonna do some cowboy shit and just randomly show up. I'm like, but you're not doing enough of that. You have to be heavily involved, yeah, especially as the champion. And they failed. I do believe. That AEW failed him. What do you think? It was the signings or just not putting him in the proper place? That's just they're not putting him in the proper place. Because yeah. they set the precedence where every champ prior to him being the number one thing on the show every week. And then when he comes, like as y'all said, you know, you number two, three on the card. And it's like, ah, okay. <laughs> It's just like it felt like very transitional. Like, all right, let's get to punk. Let's get to punk. Yeah, that's what it was. It was just shining star, and he just got pushed to the back. Yeah, now punk, he just, you know, he's gonna be out for like two or three months. Did they? What was the exact extent of his injury? I think he broke his foot. Because oh. he was he was hobbling on on dynamite last week. It's just bad injuries. They saying Adam Cole's out. So while. that's why they said, like, I know he's not relinquishing. They're going to have an interim. Yeah, that whole thing, too, was just very confusing. Well, not well, confusing. It's like a punk. Like, a, I ain't giving this shit up. But no, I like it, though, because rather than just pulling the wool over our eyes and saying this person's the new champion, they're just setting it up like this person's the interim champion. Yeah, the interim and, then, champion. and then when Punk and, is healed, they'll have a fight. 
So, yeah, and I feel like especially the fact that you have a really huge pay-per-view coming up with, you know, with the Forbidden Door, you're not having your champ on there. It's not a long-term injury where it's like, hey, he's going to be out, you know, six to eight months or a year. If that was the case, I feel like, yeah, you know, he'll release the title. But I think for two to three months, if you're just going to have someone just like, hey, he'll fill the void, and then that that easily sets up a unification uh, match. It's probably going to be Moxley. Well, they what is it? This Wednesday, they're going to say who Moxley will be facing um, for the interim. Yeah, it's probably going to be Moxley because he, when he had the belt, he never had it with the crowd. Oh, I'm very, I'm very curious to see how the rest of this Forbidden Door card is going to shape up. I'll tell you who won't be there. Kodo Bishu. <laughs> That's a shame. Nigga said, fuck them niggas. Yo, Kodo is like the most... I guess because he's not talked about like th- as like that here in the States, but Kodo really gives no fuck. Kodo does what Kodo does. He said, oh, he fed up. Um, he's seen with Sasha and Naomi. He's like, yeah, I agree. Yeah, and he's also been very, very vocal. <clears throat> his second run, <laughs> his second run in, in New Japan, that was on. I was, I was surprised because when he left the first time, um, I didn't think he, you know, they left with with bad blood and, and, and bad taste in his mouth. And a lot of people thought like, all right, because I remember WWE when he came over to the. Uh, the Cruiserweight Classic, I thought for sure, like, you know, he was going to take that five-year deal that WWE was dangling over his head. And he was like, nah, fuck this. Next thing I remember him doing some indie matches, backyard brawl with some Roman candles being fucking flung at him. Like, uh-huh. Cole is a bad dude. He'll, he'll get into any type of fucking match. He gave no fuck. And the fact that they put him in a lot of these huge main event spots at Wrestle Kingdom... I've been surprised that they've hung out with him, but they haven't done enough. And I feel like now that there's a is a bigger market and a lot of more attention, not only New Japan but with wrestling here in the states, I feel like he's like, yeah, like we need to do more. We need time to do more. Because the worst thing you can have is this this pay per view be a dud. That's very true. We did get to see the ace last Wednesday, though. Yeah, but like right now, again, this pay per view, I don't like. It's what June twenty? Is it June twenty ninth? June when? When? When is the? When was the Forbidden Door? June twenty sixth. Ah, I think so. It's somewhere in June ish, July ish. So we're three weeks away from the pay per view. You, they made the announcement midway through May. When, what was it, May 11th, when they had the first show here at the UBS out here in Long Island? I think that's when the major announcement came about. He announced that. Um, you just made your first announcement last week after Punk won the title. Like, hey, this is the first card, and you're going up against Tanahashi. Great person to have, you know, New Japan, like having someone represent, but that's your first match and you haven't announced anything. Like, you're, you're not giving me, 
you need to give me the elite bullet club and the OGs. Like that's yeah, that's and it kind of sucks like Punk and Danielson is out, right? Because those are like the two big money, like forbidden door people. Like you can hit think, them up with anybody. They they think with with Brian's injury is not serious, so he they're just gonna rest him and he should be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they said he got uh they were saying he couldn't fly. And some people that was at the meeting group said he got a concussion. I don't know. They said they said it hasn't been it hasn't been uh hasn't been anything serious. I hope it wasn't a concussion because that's number uno for Brian. He's, hey, he's a number uno. Never let niggas know your next move. You know. Um, but they're they haven't done again, they haven't done anything. Um, no one knows anything about Okada. Like, how can you not have your poster boy not be at the show so far? Mm-hmm. Um, will Kenny be back? No one knows. I mean, there was, a, I remember there was an interview with him and he said, uh, with just the way he hasn't been taking care of himself the last few years he said the he said like i probably at my max at 85 percent yeah he said he was wrestling with vertigo yeah he was he went through shit and everyone talks about wwe wrestling scheduling but new japan uh schedules are just as rough if not even harder like their travel shit is like serious Like you're out here wrestling sometimes even three, four times uh, a week, and you're traveling to all these different, you know, territories in Japan. And now that they're expanded and they're doing, you know, their stuff out in LA and they're doing their show there, like that's even huge. Nah, it's definitely true. I know they got like a grueling schedule. Yeah. But we don't know. We, we I just hope I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna be very disappointed if this becomes a bust. Yeah, because this is like kind of like the first big like interpromotional pay per view in the long. This is time. huge. Like you need to go balls to the wall and all out. But like, you only have one match technically on in the books. You damn well, like, you need to put up some some major, major shit within the next couple of weeks and book it properly. Y'all heard? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, um, we got some some good news from AW and WWE. And Manny and Charlotte got married. Mm. That was on the Lizzo. That was on, like, the Lizzo. I, was like, I, I heard that wedding was wild. Yeah, and I seen my man Ray, no mask on, with Angie, looking good. Nia Jax was in the building. Mm. It looked like she didn't have a plus one, Chris. What's going on? <laughs> I mean, I dropped the, I dropped the digits on the DM. You know, my services were available. But it's cool. You know, no worries. Yeah, it's, you know. She man, knows man. next time. She knows to holler at me, Lena. You already yeah. know what's good. 
you know, WWE, they collecting like a lot of newlyweds this year. It's a lot of women on the roster getting married. Alexa, Carmella. Everybody the ring is the thing. Everybody booed up. Shit. Uh, we also had some other news. The Rock's daughter, Simone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the name changed. Finally got a name. That's a huge deal. I was like, okay, I seen this shit. Nigga, they put this shit in the shade room. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. What's going on? I was like, what? Yo, like, that's like being baptized when you you finally get when you finally get a name. That means you you about to be TV soon. Yeah, they about to they about maybe probably start sending on like the circuit and like Chris is right though TV. Yeah. Um. A. Um. Also, NXT just announced they going back on the road, doing the Florida circuit. On the road again. Um. Long overdue. Yeah. And then WWE also announced the uh, documentaries with A and E's coming up this summer. They mm-hmm. back, and they back in partnership with Rick. Hmm. So they doing a doc for Rick. Um. And um, some Hollywood news. You know, we always talk about Sasha, Roman, Becky. Mm-hmm. But Morgan is going to be in a big-time Hollywood movie next year. Oh, sure. Yeah, with um Samuel Jackson, Uma Thurman, a couple other big-time celebs. Like, She's going to be walking out the door soon enough herself, that damn self, too. I was like, okay, Liv. Uh-huh. Yeah. She, she was coming out like, Molly, what's good, bitch? He was like, oh, we thought it was gonna be we thought it was Sasha Tom. But yeah, um, oh yeah, and then uh, you know we had on Saturday in your house. In whose house? <laughs> he said in whose house? You sound like a fucking house. in my house. Yo, imagine a kid trying to order pay-per-view like that back in the day. Hey mom, can we order in your house? Man, whose house? <laughs> yeah, in whose house? Our family friends over to see in your house. It ain't my house. You tell me that was just by Chris. Chris, you, you, you had the you had the pay per view house. Say that again. I was like, you was like the you was like the dude that you had the pay per view. Everybody came over like growing up. Hell no! Oh, I, I, I I definitely had the pay per view house. Yo, nah. Malcolm had the pay per view house, especially especially when um. I had the quote unquote back of the, you know, the back back plug. Oh, he had the '90s cable. When you had the. Uh... Now we didn't have that shit yet. So I didn't. Uh... I didn't. I didn't have the. Uh, I didn't have the box. <laughs> the infamous box. I'm actually. I'm not even talking about the box. I'm talking about after the box. I'm talking about the. Had the little what you know can't say you know can't say too much but. I definitely had to connect. So if you wanted a UFC fight, a Floyd Mayweather, a Manny Pacquiao fight, you was get you was hitting my phone Friday, Saturday night. You know, it's on the pop. You want to watch a little mania? Have to, you know, have everybody in here. That was that was that was the good old days. Nah, nah, nah. I, I there was the there was the one you we went to that one friend's house who had the illegal box. And then, like, yo, we come to your house. Like, you understand that? Like, it, you don't even got a choice on this. We come to your house. Oh, but my my parents ain't gonna be home. That's even better. This ain't a, this ain't a request. <laughs> Coming to your house to watch wrestling, and we we watching we watching WWE, we watching WCW. Like, we watching this shit. 
and your mom is cooking. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead. Like I, I don't understand what you don't know about this. Not yeah. new to this, you true to this. Like you, 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 t- you, you tiptoeing around this. Like I, I don't, I don't know how you don't get it. Yeah, but yeah, and your house happened. It was, it was solid. We seen the, we seen the biggest soap opera come to a conclusion Saturday night. Tony Which- D'Angelo's. Versus um Logato. Be like, oh, oh the Mafia Awards versus the Cartel. I'm all I all I know is that I'll forever be rocking the black and gold. It ain't convincing with this with 2.0, man. I'm being that guy right now. Black and who? Black and gold forever. Yeah, he not he not down with the colorfulness. He's not down with, with the six nine version of NXT. <laughs> yeah, my man said the six nine version. Chill, they ain't doing no six nine over there. <laughs> well, um, yeah, I, I I'm kinda with Chris. Like I think it's cool that they're getting everybody like T V time, but like nothing is really like stuck so far and it's like nothing is like really uh-huh. popping out. And granted, they got some. They I, I've seen some some people out there that I'm like, all right, cool. Like, I I, I like what I'm feeling. I'm like, I like what I'm seeing. But it just it hasn't done it for me. You ain't fucking with my man Braun. I fuck with like I'm telling you, it it ain't it ain't so much of the the guys and the girls there. It's just it just for somehow it it hasn't attracted me to the product fully. But it's not talent related, if that makes sense. No, I get you. It's a different atmosphere. It's more. Yeah, it's like, definitely more college vibes over there. Very college, like they they really made it like very developmental. It's not like, hey, I'm trying to like every guy before was I'm trying to outwork the 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 person before the last match. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's more you like know, they're like, still learning their talents. Yeah, like it, it's there's. I feel like that was uh, that was the point that they lost, like that that spirited in ring competition between like yo. Yeah, the in ring in ring has definitely like there's everyone's like okay work work the WWE system. We're gonna do this. This is how we're gonna bring you up, and you know it's like, but this ain't it. Like I I want I want these guys and girls to compete. Like I want, I want them to outdo the last match before them. <laughs> and like, lying. I'm not Nikita lying. <laughs> I don't think is is she like a hot water or some shit like that? I mean, she wet. That's what she is. Oh lord. I never forget. He was like, "Yo, she country thick." Yo, you a fool, Chris. She country thick. Yo, she, and I and I said it before. I was like, it's only a matter of time till Drake's team find who she is. And little do we know that same thing happened, and Drake was out here following her, dropping comments, probably already dropped some DMs. Hey, it was good. It's mom. only a matter of time till his next album comes out that he drops her, he name drops her. Or have her in a video. Yeah. It's gonna be no. I think it's gonna be a mention. I think it's gonna be a mention. 
Yeah. She like, oh, she a team girl, but she Nikita Lion. Mm-hmm. There you go. Million dollars. Million dollars right there. Million dollars. So, right he, had to, he had to fly to Orlando real quick. Be like, oh, I got a concert out here. Let me get my girl out here. What's good? I do want to see when Mandy Rose and her homegirls, if they decide when they finally let them come on the main or off the wall. Yeah, they got it. They got to drop the belts first because they've been, they got them belts on lock. Ain't nobody else right now. Them girls is moving like evolution down there. Ah. <laughs> you a fool, bro? <laughs> That's the I'm... conclusion I came to on Saturday. I'm like, oh, y'all the, the female evolution. I want to see that geeky on hey. Monday and Friday. God, God, yeah, hey. She got that God God. That's the one thing they're not liking down there. It's a lot of hey. Ooh, 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 what do we got over here? Yeah, WWE's in the is in the thick business. Yeah, mm. that was the one thing I liked about um Hell in a Cell last night. Rhea and Bianca, first time ever, booty shorts. I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, okay. We got like with the plot. Rhea like this morning. Rhea this morning told me, oh, she lost her luggage and something, so she had to do the shorts. I was like, if that's your story. Well, the other, that that's one story. I heard the other story was that they didn't make her in ring gear in time, and she yeah. had to just switch. Just like yo, fuck it, give me whatever you got. Hey, that was the best time to lose in ring gear. That's what I'm saying. And I was like, oh, it like she had to borrow live shorts and some shit. I was like, okay. And it ain't the first time it's happened. She always has some issues with her ring gear. Somebody plotting. <laughs> Somebody backstage lying. They're like, you fuck this chick. Hey, all I got to say, like I said last episode, buddy. Murphy, it could be worse. You winning. You heard? It could be worse. She could be getting, finding shit in her travel bag on some JBL shit. Oh, Lord. <laughs> they ribbing her. JBL. The ball game. Johnny Manziel. Draft day. Oh, boy. Now we're going to bring up the last stuff. <laughs> Well, we getting up, bro. We're gonna try to get Johnny Manziel for a spot. True, my he's man is nowhere to be found. He's playing in some football league now down south where you could smoke bud after a touchdown. They on some oh. real XFL shit. When the AFL was running around, she was just like, "Yeah, different story." That was dope shit. Um, any last words on episode sixty one, the Rick Nasty episode? I was trying to see what Cody was saying right now. But... Oh, he alive? Yeah, well, he, he just the show. Oh, I forgot it was fucking Monday. <laughs> it's all right. Them niggas making money without me. Um, non wrestling news. Uh. If you guys still haven't seen uh, Top Gun Maverick, Pop it. So, Top Gun. You guys seen Top Gun yet? Uh, I, I saw. I saw the eighties. I ain't seen the sequel yet. Yeah, right. I heard the fire. That shit is fuego. It's um. I I would honestly say it's probably just, if not better than the original. You saw the IMAX. Hell yeah! The only way you have. to I was see about that to say, I'm a, I, a lot of people was like, "You got to see that shit in IMAX." So I think I'm gonna pull to. the trigger. 
either that i don't know i still haven't done like a regal 4dx mm-hmm. i need to try that shit one day but like just from the opening scenes you're like fucking god damn like like you just it's like you feel like a like yo like this is a time to be a man and watch this fucking movie Nah, honestly, because they show the trailer when I went to go see Doctor Strange and IMAX, they show the trailer for that, and I felt it. I was like, ooh. Like, you felt Yo, the engines and shit? So I was they like, hit you hard with the, with the music, the jet engines. Like, they go hard. And you're just like, you just go like, fuck yeah. Like, this is what a fucking movie is movie supposed be to out. be like. Yo, Tom Cruise bringing that feeling back. The movie star. Yo, nah, oh, some crazy shit. I'm I'm on freelance time now, so I got I can do whatever I want. So I might just fucking go to IMAX, like a you little gotta, matinee or something, and just check it out. Yeah, you gotta watch this shit and like not some fake IMAX shit that they tell you this is IMAX and it's like some 15 by 30 screen. Like nah, you know, this shit, I'll be I'll be at 34th Street. Like this needs to be huge. Even when the Times Square, like the AMC there, the 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 IMAX. It's a pretty good one, or even um, Lincoln Center. Nah, I thought I might do that. Maybe, um, maybe on Wednesday or Thursday, I might might slip off to the movies and catch the matinee. Yeah, like you're gonna. It's like, it's like just a little over two hours, but you're like, it's almost. You go to you ask yourself like, you know what? This was definitely worth me waiting two years for the you know because it got pushed back so many times. Mm-hmm. And it came out at the perfect time. Came out during uh, Memorial Day weekend. Um, and it's a little lot like the movies right now. Yo, they made over 200 and, and something million dollars the opening weekend. That's what I'm saying. Get it in while it's hot because... And that's... And, and post-COVID, like, this hasn't... It, like, that's unheard of. Like, yeah, movies the Marvel been, movie. Yeah, besides yeah. Marvel and I think Batman touched... Yeah, that's Was able it. to touch that. They haven't been movies like that. Like I said, we got to bring the movie stars back, man. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise was just like, yo, we out here. Even though I'm hearing that the original writer of of Top Gun is now somehow suing Paramount for Top Gun 2 Maverick. Oh, because it wasn't involved? I don't know exactly the specific details, but I just know that there's a suit right now going on. I don't know who who didn't get paid. I don't know who was not given an offer. But apparently, like the old the the original writer, apparently is suing Paramount Plus for for something. Low bowling. That's like what they announced today. Nev Campbell says she's not coming back for Scream Six. Why they still making Scream Six? She don't even need to do that. Yeah, I, I peeped that. Yeah, I don't think she really need to be involved. I don't know, like. The yeah. five, like the fifth one, kind of like closed the chapter a little bit on that era of Scream, but we'll, we'll see. I also got to believe she's also negotiating through the press, even for like maybe they come back for Scream Seven, they throw her the bag to wrap it all up. Mm. But yeah, anything you got to say, Funny Malk? To close out. Uh, everything all good. No, we got um one one series finals. Game three coming up. The Rangers is up right now too. Yankees and Mets are looking alright. Can't complain. The Mets are just holding on right now. 
think I think like I said beginning of the year, I think the Mets are gonna be higher next year. I mean, right now we got the uh Colorado. They might be uh they looking for the sweep tonight against Edmonton. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um that's like McDavid gotta pump his brakes on the Crosby rescue talk shit. I mean he's he look he's been he's been carrying the, the whole squad around. So we'll we'll see. Um Aaron Donald, he got his big payday. He yeah, got his three work. Three year deal. Easy sports. Three years, ninety five mil. My man, my man got stupid paid. Like thirty mil per season, first ever non-quarterback to do that. Yeah, I, I remember one. Um, after the Super Bowl, he was thinking about retiring. He was just like, "Yo, I, I want my chip. Like, if I don't get paid, I don't get paid. I'm good to leave." Hey, ready your first battle Hall of Famer. Got yeah. his ring. He's thirty-one years old. He's just like, "Yo, I'm, I'm young. I can do what I need to do." Like. I came what I needed, and now he he getting paid. Like he set for life, and well deserved. Yeah, but that's a wrap. That's a wrap. We coming up with uh sixty one in the books. We gonna break it up with sixty two. The Java episode, the Java ah. rules. Yeah, yeah. What we talk about, where's Jabba now? Yeah. Until then, we signing off.